Welcome to a Healing Peace podcast. We strive to create a place where women can come together to talk, grow, be refreshed, and renewed as we navigate life's hurdles. Inside this podcast series, we discuss shaping our identity, where we provide tools for conquering life's waves. Let's dive in. Welcome back to our podcast. If you've been with us since the beginning, you're aware that our third episode in our segments of a specific topic provides tools and tips. After the tools and tips, you have the opportunity to listen to pertinent portions of the two episodes in the segment. Well, I do not want to disappoint. We will continue with this format. Let's begin. In the episode, I Need Strengthening, we explored the Holy Spirit as our helper. As our helper, Paul prays that we may be strengthened in our inner being. Now, this strength is no ordinary strength. It is, in fact, God's mighty strength. It is God that provides us with a helper that instills his might within us. Did you catch this? He instills his might within us. During the podcast, I explain what God provides, but I did not explain how do we allow the spirit to strengthen us. Now, what I'm about to share may be a disappointment to you. It may also seem too easy and not even possible. Here it is. The first tool in relying on God's strength is to ask for the spirit to help us. See, it sounds too easy. Surely this cannot be the answer. You may say, no, mm -mm, no, 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 I need to read more. I need to beg for God's intercession. I need to listen to music. I need to pray, 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 pray. These are all valid statements. But first, I say, while you pray, why not just ask first for God to strengthen you? I want to share how doing this worked in my own life. Two weeks ago, as I began to prep for the I Need Strengthen podcast, I hit a roadblock. You see, each episode that contains a Bible lesson a lot happens in the background. So I'm actually about to give you my little secrets. Hold on, here they come. First, I spend time in prayer. And ask God to tell me what he wants you to hear. Not me, but you. I then go to studying out the scriptures. 
I review the passage for discussing, and then all the parallel scriptures that are associated with that passage. I then examine the wording. I look up the historical context and the meaning of the original language. I then go back and read the passage with these new eyes. Finally, to increase my understanding, I then read commentaries. Now, this is just my biblical prep. After this prep, I then examine my own life and how the scriptures worked in my life. You see, I cannot share what I do not understand and believe. And sometimes in this process, God will stop me. He will slow me down a little bit because he wants me to learn specific things to be able to share from experience. Those moments sometimes can be hard because I prefer not to have difficult experiences. But again, in order for the scriptures to be alive in my life, I have to walk through that journey. And after I do all this and that mo in the molding and allowing God to work, I then spend time coming up with stories to simplify the word of God. I was listening to a sermon a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things that the pastor was saying was that Jesus spoke in parables. He always spoke in stories. And taking that same charge at heart, I too try to come up with stories that encapsulate the word and make it relatable to you guys' life. Okay, I gave you a lot of background information. <laughs> you probably were like, uh, yeah, I didn't need to know all of that. Well, but I shared it. But what's the point? Well, again, as I was working on I Need Strengthening Podcast, I actually ran out of material. You see, I try to give you guys enough content for 20 minutes. But for some reason, I hit a roadblock, as I said it before. So what did I do? I went and I prayed. And I said, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Please help me to present God's word accurately and let me have enough content. Spirit, you ain't catching me, Spirit. I need your help. I concluded with, I cannot do this unless you help me. Great news. <laughs> the Spirit did not disappoint. I ended up having so much content that I had to cut 10 minutes from the show. I couldn't believe it. Afterwards, all I could say was thank you. Now, ladies, asking for help from the spirit does not end with things that you're going through in your everyday lives. Remember, Paul also prayed for us to understand the love of Christ that is within us. I too echo Paul's sentiments for us to pray to understand Christ's love within us. Think for a moment. 
when I shared the attributes of love, was it easy for you to associate Christ to these attributes in your own life? If you have been with us in the beginning, I first ask that you see yourselves through the eyes of God. I then requested that you write down how Christ has nourished you. Now I'm asking that you write down the attributes of love and how Christ has demonstrated his love to you. As I say this, I'm like, uh, this may be difficult to complete. I understand that. Thus, I encourage you to begin in prayer to understand how Christ loves you, yep, you, in this manner. This too make time, may take time, but keep plugging away. As you do this, do not be afraid to admit that you require insight and help. In fact, just the other day, as I was reading about Christ being created through all things, I became challenged by this understanding. I thought about Christ's authority and power. Yet, he humbled himself to death for me? Even as I say this out loud, it, it's hard for me to grasp sometimes. Why? Because I don't have anything to compare it to. I don't have any relationships where I see a very powerful person humbling themselves, sacrificing their lives for me. And so it's hard for me to phantom that someone would do this for me, especially when I know how my stuff ain't good. Thus, I too need to pray and ask for understanding of Christ's love in my life. I'm confident that when you do this, God will open up your eyes to see that he's been loving you and wanting great things for you, despite what life tries to teach us. Moving forward to the Healthy Habits to Remain Strengthened episode. My friend Helen discussed examining areas of your life where you're not balanced. Her five-step approach is a practical way to not become self-reliant. What do I mean by this? What she shared forces us to unearth our feelings and our disappointments. Mm -hmm. When you take time to expose these elements in your life, you're no longer responding and acting upon things under your control. Instead, in your vulnerability, you expose the areas of your heart that only God can heal. You place before God the brokenness and walk in the faith of your healing. Now, this is a big one here. Walking in faith actually does require some action. Yes, it does. 
the scripture talks about faith and deeds. Your faith is that God will heal you. Your deeds require exposure and moving toward your healing. How does that work? I'm simplified. Obtaining healthy habits to remain strengthened ultimately forces you to rely on his strength. As you listen again to the highlights, embrace the tools I just shared and allow these principles to take a deeper anchor in your heart. Highlight. Paul's prayer requests that we are strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit in the inner man. You see, the Holy Spirit is key in being strengthened. In John 14, Jesus tells the disciples that he asked his father to give us a helper. Did you catch that? Jesus asked God on our behalf to send us help. Jesus walked this earth and he understood our obstacles. He understood about being rejected. He understood about being abandoned. He understood the being laughed at, taunted. I mean, he went through it all, exhausted. Yes, Jesus. And you know what? In all of his experiences, he realized that we will need help, not only emotionally and physically, but as we deal with our emotional wounds, as we work through sin, and just our plain old life, he knew that we were going to need help. Thus, he pleaded on our behalf, and he requested a helper for us, that being the Spirit. Now, the promise of the Spirit is that it will be with us forever. Thank you, God. And Jesus also says that he will not leave us as orphans. So you see, the Spirit dwells in us to ensure that we're not left alone and that we have help. The Spirit helps to teach us all things. It fills us with the fullness of God and it brings us to a remembrance of Christ. In Ephesians 3.17, Paul reveals the result of being strengthened with the power of his spirit in our inner being is that Jesus dwells in our hearts through faith and will be rooted in love. This passage indicates that when we possess the Spirit, Jesus comes and dwells in our hearts. You see, when you love someone, you want them to succeed. When you love someone, the love you have for that person does not change. When you love someone, you need them to be around. When you love someone, you feel steady, and they make you feel stable. 
when you love someone, you expect them to love you back. When you love someone, you choose to love them. When you love someone, you cheer them on from the sidelines and you help them succeed. And when you love someone, you need them. And I know this may sound familiar to the one that says you need them to be around, but this one goes a little bit farther because it's stating that not only do you need them around, but you also need the expression of love being provided. We all search for a love that lasts a lifetime, something that weathers any storm, something that makes us feel like we're finally found at home. Yes, we've yearned for love. And as I state this, I'm reminded of how women are described in the Bible. More frequently, they're described as love them, which is so different than how men respond. Theirs is respect and loyalty, but for women, it's love. So in Ephesians 3, 16 through 18, Paul prays that when the spirit dwells in us, Christ dwells in us and we are rooted in love. The love I described in relationships is the type of love we are grounded in. So not only do we receive a helper, but we receive Christ's unfailing love in our hearts. The Bible also states in Romans 8 that this love can never be separated from us, not hardships, death, or danger, or the like. Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. So yes, Christ wants us to succeed. His love does not change. He is constant in our lives. He is always around us. He makes us feel steady and stable. He always loves us back. He chooses to love us. He cheers us on and helps us to succeed. And flat out, we just need him. Another highlight. But five different steps that I really help my clients with is just to really sit down and think through where they are and what's going on. You know, the first step is really to look at what they're feeling. You know, what's going on below the surface? Are they feeling overwhelmed? Are they feeling frustrated? Are they feeling stressed out, feeling resentful? Um, and then once they've identified what they're feeling, uh, the second step is to really understand where it's coming from and to really spend some time to figure out what in their life might be causing the, the feelings that they're ex experiencing. And you know, I look at about 10 different areas that could be causing those feelings, whether it's the relationship with God, uh, their lack of exercise, uh, nutrition, maybe they're not eating healthy and nutritious food, uh, their involvement in their community, relationships, their quality of sleep, quantity of sleep, their time in nature, their learning, 
job satisfaction and self-care. And, you know, I really asked the women to sit down and to rate themselves in each of these different areas and to look at which areas, which of these areas are they most, are they least satisfied in? And then once having identified which three areas they're least satisfied in, um, is to, to pick one of those areas. So that would be the fourth step is to pick one of those areas and really come up with a plan to address it and really develop some daily and weekly habits that will help to resolve the imbalance that may be occurring in that specific area and to really get them back to a place of satisfaction, balance, and peace. And how can our audience find you? Sure. So I have a couple of different places. Um, so I have a group on Facebook, uh, Life Coaching for Christian Mothers. And really, it's a group that's open and available for any woman. I, I look specifically to help mothers, but a lot of the content on the page is applicable to any mother. We don't, it's not all parenting advice, nor is it all um, about how to, you know, raise children. It really is very, very gender specific. So that's one place where I can be found. But then I also have a Life to the Full Coaching Academy. And that is really a group coaching opportunity and also an individual coaching opportunity where women can get more specific help towards really helping them to live life to the full. And so we work very closely on that roadmap to living out their bucket list items to really becoming the woman that they've always wanted to be. Because, you know, in part of us as women living our lives, you know, maybe we, we stuff our feelings, but so many times we stuff our dreams. And so mm-hmm. the Life to the Full Coaching Academy is designed to help women to find balance, but also to live out their dreams and those bucket list items that they have, you know, kind of nagging in the back of their head. Well, as you state that, I'm like, man, I need to sign up so I can continue to live my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to thank you for the time that you've been here with us today. And for our friends and sisters and mothers and everyone who has been listening to our podcast please go to our website, ahealingpeace.com. We also have on there a working example of how to do steps one through five. Because I know that you're probably driving or doing some other things. It may have been a little bit difficult to rile them down. So we took care of it for you. So please go to our website, ahealingpeace.com, and you will find steps one through five, and a little bit more information about Helen and the things that she shared today. And we look forward to to having you back with us next week. Thank you.